Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. You're all right. You're all right. I don't know what's. I don't know what's happening. I. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I don't want to go. Please, I don't want to go. I'm sorry. Like, why did you just improv that? That's not the line at all. Because I take it and I take it. You made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spill and Diz Tea. I'm Sakura. And I'm Brayden. And today we're talking about the Infinity Saga, or the MCU. Okay, so uh, today we're going to dive into the world of Marvel, the Marvel mm. Cinematic Universe. Such a cool and like super dope thing. Yeah. That was even created. Yeah. I'm talking about all these different superheroes and like, well, they took the, the concepts like behind the comics and like just made it a whole like culture yeah in our society superhero films are like marvel really brought back superhero films like in yeah. a big way um compared to what was done before and it was really the first i think it was the first major franchise mm-hmm. to bring in this whole idea of an extended universe yeah which now like you see it almost everywhere there's the conjuring universe and the dceu which mm-hmm. we'll get into a bit later and everything um so it's really, it's pretty revolutionary when you think about it. It is. Honestly, it's super cool because you think about like back in the days when superhero movies did start, they were kind of like their own individual movies. That's why there's like three or four different Spider-Mans and like a million different Batmans, like that sort of thing. Yeah. But then in, it was, I'd say like, when did the MCU start? What was the first movie? That was like Iron Man was Iron the Man first one? Iron Man in 2008. Like that's kind of when the universe started to create, right? Yeah. Because like beyond that, you have all of these movies that all just... They're just one big world, you know? It's just like a, they're all happening simultaneously at the same time. It's cool to think that, yeah, I'm watching this movie about Spider-Man, but somewhere out in France, like, Captain America's f***ing around, you know? Like, yeah. it's, like, kind of cool that they were able to do that. And there are so many. It's kind of like a super long, like, TV series, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. It's so cool. I feel like the a lot of people will make this comparison, too, but I feel like it's the Star Wars of... Like, this generation. Yeah. Because, like, think about Endgame and that cliffhanger. Or, not Endgame, sorry. (laughs) Think of Infinity War and that cliffhanger to Endgame um, and how big of, like, a cultural thing it was. Yeah, especially, like, with the whole, like, don't spoil Endgame. Like, that was a thing. Like, people... And people stuck to that. I didn't see any Endgame spoilers, at least for a while, anyways. Yeah, I didn't see any spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, so people were really good about that. But it was, like, this huge, like, cultural thing. Like, you had to see Endgame. Yeah. You had to see it as soon as possible. Like, if you didn't see Endgame, like, the first week, like... Yeah. What's wrong with you? Even (laughs) as soon as, like, Avengers came out... Like, I remember when that movie came out, it was, like, superhero movies just started popping, you know? Like, everyone saw Avengers. Absolutely, everyone's like, Avengers is so good, Avengers is so good. And it's like, yeah, we have these individual superhero movies, but it's the concept of seeing them all together and seeing all of these different worlds, you know, combine. That was that was super cool. And then just the way that they've built it and built it and built it, it's just... And they've uh, had so many of these, like moment you know they had like like avengers was like a big deal when it Mm -hmm. came out and then like civil war and infinity war and it's uh yeah it's crazy there's like a lot 
there's a lot to dive in. That's why we're actually doing two parts. Yeah. Um, because this we part one for you guys, you get two parts. Yeah. So if you like Marvel, then yeah. If you <laughs> yeah. don't, I'm sorry. And I'm excited to do like reviews on like Black Widow. Yes. And yeah. um, like when WandaVision comes out and like all that stuff. Yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about that more in like the the future. Saga the future. Episode. Yeah. This is just Infinity. Yeah. So if up you, until you haven't t- been wait, if you can't tell by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're talking basically everything from Iron Man up to Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Yeah, that's the Infinity Saga, <laughs> which is weird. I don't. Is know that why. officially what it's called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, and for, I don't know why. Like, I get why Far From Home is in the Infinity Saga, but I also don't like. I feel like that should have just been the start of the fourth phase. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's in, it's or it's why part would of, it why would it be it literally I think talks about of, event doesn't it literally starts off the future saga here wait let me that doesn't make any sense because it, it's the first movie to have a world after Infinity War yeah okay, the, wait, fudge. the fudge the fudge the <laughs> fudge so the Infinity Saga goes into Spider Man Far From Home and Far From Home is part of Phase Three Black Widow is the first film of Phase Four Phase Four yeah so. Black Widow essentially starts the futures. Yeah. Future. Okay, that makes sense then, because then they're just counting it all up until what happens at Endgame. Yeah, but Spider Man Far From Home came after Endgame. Oh no. Yes, it did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense anymore again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So off the bat, since everything that's been released thus far is part of this first Infinity Saga that we've Mm -hmm. seen before. What, um, who's your favorite superhero or superheroes and your favorite film? Okay, favorite superheroes. Um, Okay, I'm going to pick just like a little couple, like two or three. So, Tony Stark, Iron Man. I think he's the coolest. Like, objectively, he's my favorite because... It's like, yeah, you have all these superheroes that have all these, like, um, abilities and, like, some of them are otherworldly and, like, have powers and whatever. But it's like, he literally built himself into a superhero, which is super cool. Yeah. Like, I just, if you just think about all that he's done, and then it's just, he's kind of, like, the heart of the whole franchise, too. So he's, Tony Stark's got to be up there for me. I also really like Thor. And I actually had an argument with my little sister, my little 12-year-old sister, about which superhero is the best one out of the Avengers specifically. And I said Iron Man, and she said Thor. And then she's like, and I was like, yeah, but like Iron Man like built himself to be a superhero. Like that takes more, you know, brain power or, you know, capability, if anything. And she's like, okay, but Thor is just a god. Like, nothing. <laughs> like you don't, you can't get better than that. And I was like, touche. And like, I do like Thor. Like, Thor is pretty cool. Thor is beautiful too. So there's, there's also that. Yeah. Especially uh, after Ragnarok, Thor's a power yeah. set is Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Thor just keeps getting cooler and cooler. So, and I think he has one of the most interesting stories. Yeah. As well. Yeah. For sure. And then, uh, so like, I gotta say Spider-Man. Like, I love Spider-Man. He's just like, not because of, you know, he can do super cool stuff because he like, really can't yet he can do okay stuff Mm -hmm. but he's just such a feel good you know and he's just like 
now the Spider-Man that's the face of Marvel. We've had so many other Spider-Mans and it's like, there's just no comparison to what Tom Holland did with it and how they portrayed his character in the movies. It's just, oh, you gotta love him. You just, you just want to give him a hug, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Holland is definitely like my favorite incarnation of Spider-Man. I feel like he, I just, we'll get a bit more into this later, but like, I just, I don't know, we'll talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So I guess it's my turn to do mm-hmm. mine, right? Okay. So since you just talked about it, I'm going to say Spider-Man. Okay. one of my favorites. <laughs> super basic, but like I've always loved Spider-Man. Like he's always been my favorite superhero. You can't not love Spider-Man. Yeah, I feel like everyone loves Spider-Man. I don't feel so well. This <laughs> talk. Oh my God. That was so dramatic. Everyone in the theater was like, no! <laughs> Peter, no! Like, why did they have to make his so long and drawn out and dramatic? Like, everyone else just, like, snap of a finger disappeared, but they had to, like, make him seem like he was dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. You know what's funny, actually, is that, like, the whole, like, meme of that, and I saw one of Olaf. And it's like, Anna, I don't feel so well because he like <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. does too. Again, like culture, like the fact that that scene just like was able to take over other memes, you know, yeah. like man, oh man. But yeah, no, Spider-Man's definitely one of my favorites and not just like, I mean, I'm a bit biased because like Spider-Man, just the superhero is my favorite. Yeah. But also I feel like Tom Holland just does such a great job with the character and he really, a lot of people were like... They weren't anticipating it very much, this new yeah. incarnation of Spider-Man, because there had already been two others. Not at all. Yeah. You know, like, I, like, personally speaking, like, I was, I didn't, I guess I didn't really clue in that this Spider-Man would be, like, the Spider-Man now, being a part of the MCU. But, like, even still, I was just kind of like, eh, about it, you know? Like, yeah, it's Spider-Man, but it's like, you go and you watch the movie and just, you're encaptured, you know? Yeah. He just, he did such a good job. Like, he really put a lot of personality. And I think the fact that they actually, like, put him at the right age, like, in the comics, yeah. Peter Parker was, like, 16 or whatever in high school. Which um, is refreshing. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, like, his, you know, story arcs kind of falling through high school. And, like, Far From Home sort of gave me, like, Lizzie McGuire, the movie vibe. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. You know, like, I love it. Yeah. And you throw in Zendaya. Oh, yeah. It's just like, perfect. It's literally. Perfect. And, yeah. And I love, like, his kind of, like, he's sort of like a mini Iron Man, like, with the way his character is going with yeah. the, like, um, like, Stark technology, like, spires, yeah. the Iron Man Is that spire. something, is that a part of the comic books? Yeah. I feel like there's a bunch of different versions of comic books, like, of the characters they have. But I think in one of them, Spider-Man, he has, like, the Iron Spider costume he okay. wears that in infinity war but that's like his he kind of goes like more techie yeah because this spider-man doesn't actually shoot webs out of his like no fingers he has like the web shooter thing yeah so, which i didn't know but i guess in the comics he actually doesn't shoot webs he doesn't shoot webs Mm-mm. well i guess or at least maybe in like the original i don't know that's what someone told me that's not really reliable source <laughs> watching but this is all wrong i think it was like God. <laughs> but yeah, so Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. I love Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. And like, I know her movie isn't stellar. 
<laughs> like, it's not, like, flawless or whatever, but I still love that movie. Like, I can see it from an objective standpoint. It's not one of the best Marvel movies. Yeah. But I, I saw it twice in theaters. I love it. I love Carol Danvers. I love her powers. I just, like, I love Brie Larson. I just love everything about Captain Marvel. I love that she's, like, this cosmic, like being and she has like a sidekick like a disney princess and like yeah captain marvel is definitely like she's crazy like Mm -hmm. just seeing how powerful she is and it's like she can fly through space without a helmet you know like she breaks (laughs) thanos's ship yeah like she like comes in to like help the uh the avengers like yeah she's honestly like she's she's super cool and um something i wanted to say about her her haircut no i mean that <laughs> was unnecessary marvel but <laughs> that's like a comics thing though because in Is the that? comics she has short hair so like i was excited mm. to see it but i remember i saw it with like natalie and claire yeah and they were both like oh like... <laughs> no i wanted to say that i liked her introduction into the marvel universe too at the end of infinity war Oh, yeah. That was super cool because yes, I, I remember so I didn't know who Captain Marvel was. Like, I was, I guess I'm just not a comic book fiend like that. But I don't, and I don't know if they've ever talked about her in other movies. No, like, I, I don't know. So I remember at the end on the page or when it had her symbol, I immediately went and looked it up. I was like, blue, blue, red, gold, star thing, superhero, like, it took me forever to find it, but I eventually found out that it was Captain Marvel. So I started doing all this research on her and like what she looks like and what she does and blah, 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 blah. Brayden's literally wearing, that looks like Wonder Woman. Is that Captain Marvel? Yeah. All right. Well, you can't see I literally, this, no, I didn't do this on purpose. <laughs> you were just talking about the emblem and I was like, wait, holy shit. And I looked and I'm like, I'm wearing the shirt and we're talking about Marvel and I didn't even plan it. <laughs> yeah. Brayden just wanted to show off his Captain Marvel shirt, apparently. So... Yeah, I looked it up and I saw her and I was like, okay, this is going to be dope. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited for the movie and like, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for to see like w- how they utilize her in the future of the MCU because I feel like in Endgame, it was the right amount. They like didn't, because I feel like if she would have been like a main character, it would have kind of gotten in the way of Tony and yeah. his arc and I feel like it was mainly about the original characters, especially yeah. like the main three. Um but I feel like she was used, like, correctly. Now I'm excited to see. Because it's supposed to be her... Okay, wait, I'm not going to talk about the future. Because that's <laughs> in another episode. Yeah. Sorry. Can't give them everything. Yeah. What was I saying? Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know how we're talking about, like, our cosmic princess that we want? Like, a space princess? Yeah. I feel like Captain Marvel, like, she should, like, move on her way into the Disney princess franchise. Because she's, like, got powers. Yeah. She, like, has a sidekick, the cat. Like... She should. If Mulan can do it, and if Merida can do it, <laughs> Carol Danvers can do it. If Mulan can do it, and if Merida can do it, <laughs> Carol Danvers can do it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> she could bring Shuri in with her, too. Yes. Yeah, put them all in there. Guys, hashtag Marvel Disney Princess. Get it trending. Yeah. <laughs> and then mention us so we get some clout. Yeah. Do you have any other favorites? I think those are my two main favorites. Like yeah. I or actually Nebula. I love Nebula. I, yeah. I, I don't know why. Like I, I don't <laughs> I don't think she's on the same like Captain Marvel and Spider Man are like very close to each other. Nebula's yeah. like a bit further a down. Wonder. Okay. Yeah, but I love Nebula. Because I like her character arc. 
that's one of the coolest things. And I, I'm kind of biased because I love Karen Gillan. Mm-hmm. She's, she's also in the Jumanji movies. <laughs> but yeah, I like that she has like this whole like arc. And I love at the end of Endgame, she gets like that relationship with Gamora. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are my top three. Okay. And what's your favorite Marvel movie? <sighs> okay. Do you have it? Yes. One, two, three. Infinity Black Panther. War. No. Oh, wait. I forgot about Black Panther. Infinity War is a good one, too, though. Shit. I was teetering between Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Why did I forget that Black Panther existed? Hold up. I changed my answer. It's Black Panther? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Black... Why did I completely just, like, not even think about Black Panther? Yeah, Black Panther. I mean, it's a toss-up between Black Panther and Guardians. Mmm... But Guardians 2, actually. Guardians 2 is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that really, really late. Like, way too late. I think I saw it in theaters. I was pleasantly surprised. I don't, didn't really associate it as Marvel at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what it was. Um, and then in first year, we all watched it in the common room. And I fell in love. Yeah, it's really good. I love that... Or the, I love that the way it was produced in and the the direction that they went with it, how it's like really got that comedy element to it. Yeah. When, um, when did you get into Marvel? Like were you there right from the start? Would you get on it later? Was there a movie remember that you like Mm -hmm. got fully into it? Right from the start. Yeah. At the very beginning, because before Marvel or before the MCU, I would watch, I watched all of the X-Men movies. I did that with my mom and yeah, we would just like back in like blockbuster days, we would go grab an X-Men movie, watch it, go back, get the next one. And we would just like, we went through all of them and I just fell in love with X-Men. So then afterwards we finished all the X-Men movies tragically. So what were we going to watch now? (laughs) But that was around the time that Iron Man came out or the time that Iron Man had got on DVD. So my mom came home with an Iron Man DVD. We watched Iron Man and I was like, oh my gosh, more superheroes. So then we started watching all of them, started watching Captain America. Uh, we also watched Thor. So those were those were the three that I started with. And I loved it. From that point forward, I followed all the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about it's you? A long history, man. I know. We go way back. <laughs> Me and Stark. I got on it a little bit later, actually. Um, I don't think I got on it until I was in, like, high school. Because mm-hmm. I remember me and my dad watched Avengers, like, the first Avengers. That's my that's the first Marvel movie I've seen. Yeah. Um, and we watched that together. I remember being like, oh, like, I'm kind of lost. But, like, I remember it was good. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of lost because, like, I hadn't seen the ones before. And then it was more of, like, a daunting thing. Like, oh, like, I have to, like, go back Catch and, up and, yeah. and watch all these. Like, there's a lot of movies and stuff. And then I went to see... Age of Ultron, and that one, like, made it for me, because there was, yeah. like, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and um, I could tell, like, you could tell they were, like, building it up, like, adding yeah. more characters and, and stuff, so I fully got into that. My friend Chloe, like, we used to bus back, to, like, to school together and stuff like that. Yeah. And almost always, we'd be talking about Marvel, like, all the time, like, specifically, like, that movie and, like, the next <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's when I got into it. And I was... I don't think I saw every single movie in theaters. Like, I didn't see Ant-Man in theaters, I think. Going. Um, but, yeah, no, now it's, like, every movie, like, I have to see. Like, I yeah. love it so much. I feel that. 
honestly, there's just something about superheroes that's just so cool. Mm-hmm. I want to be superhero. It's like... They're like the new, like... You have little kids, and they want to be superheroes, you know? Like, yeah. It's... Or, like, kids have always wanted to be superheroes. But, I mean, like, in terms of, like, Disney, like... Yeah. I think the superhero lineup is, like, just as big as, like, the princess lineup, you know? Exactly. Like, if not bigger. Yeah. Um, like, there are little girls out there who, like, I love Shuri, right? Yeah. And, like, how cool is that? Because, like, Shuri is just, like, this, like, super smart, like... Like, she's crazy. Like, she's, like, definitely one of the best Marvel characters ever. Yeah. And, like, just, like, little, like, little people, they, like, look up to her, which is super cool. You know? It's not just, like, the Disney princesses anymore, the Disney princes, or, like, the whatevers, you know? It's expanding. That's super cool. I think even, I'd argue that Marvel, the MCU, has kind of influenced Disney, because now, like, you have characters like Moana and, uh... Elsa and maybe Raya or whatever, yeah. but they have like these superpowers and they're like superheroes and yeah. So it's it's interesting like how popular this this formula has become. Yeah, and like the cool thing about Marvel is that it's under the Disney name, and I guess Star Wars may be similar to this too, but I haven't seen Star Wars. But the fact that it's like targeted to adults, it's like yeah, it's you know PG thirteen, so kids can watch it, but it's like. It's something that Disney's producing that's meant for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, sure, we love Moana and we love Tangled, but we're not the demographic. Well, we're not the main demographic, yeah. you know? Of course, those movies and themes are still mature enough for us to relate and enjoy and be entertained. But again, we're not the people. They're not making Rapunzel dresses for us, you know? Like, that's not where the main market is. But... Having Disney produce something that's meant for us is super cool. And that expands their audience way further. When you're able to drag in adults, you're able to drag in old people, you're able to drag in kids. Like, it just encompasses everything. It's super cool. Yeah, it really, like, it's truly, like, a family-friendly It becomes brand. a true family movie, yeah. you know? Like, they say all these kids shows are family-friendly, but, like, that's just what kids movies mean you know yeah yeah but this is like truly everyone will be entertained to their max the other thing too that i love about the mcu is that they're all i feel like before the mcu it was like almost like superhero movies were a genre like they all had the same like flow and the same yeah atmosphere and plot or whatever yeah but i feel like marvel what they've done is they they're all superhero films but they fall under different genres genres which yeah. is so cool like you have like captain america the first avengers a war movie you have um winter soldiers like a spy movie ant-man yeah. is like a heist movie you have high school movie you have comedies you have horror with which the is Doctor so strange cool. like it's that's, crazy that's so cool such a cool concept to think of like instead of just containing it to this one thing or this one genre like of course it's gonna get timed out how many quote-unquote superhero movies can you make until the formula just keeps getting repeated and you know we know what to expect that sort of thing but also it shooting movies out in different genres also helps to appeal to all these different people and communicate these messages differently but still effectively yeah you know it just adds so much dimension to them and it's 
It's beautiful, it really is. One thing that's really cool about Marvel is that these movies are a part of a bigger story, but you can watch them as they're independent films and they still hold up. Yeah. Like, take the main, like, if you take kind of like the surrounding universe out of the story, like, you still have a movie there. Yeah. And I think the two biggest examples from me are Black Panther and Guardians, yeah. which have, I feel like, out of all the Marvel movies, they have their own identity. Like, they're yeah. individualized, yeah. individualized, singular, whatever the term on is. On their own. Yeah, they're on their own. <laughs> they're independent. Independent, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I still feel somewhat the same way, but like Spider-Man and Captain Marvel and stuff. But, you know, they are, they they definitely feel like they're They part take of the place on universe. Earth. Yeah. You know, like they just seem like they take place on an earth that we're familiar with. Yeah. Whereas, yes, Wakanda is technically on earth, but they've done so much community building that it's like, first of all, just the bubble on its own is enough to separate them from other people. But just they make this world seem like something that we've never seen before. This like whole thing with them having vibranium. Like there's no way in hell there's somewhere somewhere out in Africa where they're just hoarding vibranium right now. Yeah. Like that's not real. That's not happening. So like because I can't connect to that in that way, it's easy to like see them as their own thing. And then yeah, Guardians takes place in out in space and it's just it's really cool. It's awesome. They can do so much with it. And it always keeps me interested, and we'll talk a little bit more about what Marvel has upcoming, but they're even getting more creative with the genres and yeah. stuff. So it's, you always, like, you want to see the characters return, but then you get even more intrigued when you're like, oh, like, I'm going to be seeing, I don't know, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh I'm going to be seeing, like, a time travel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, for instance, like, Endgame, like, the idea of having all these characters back is enough to bring you back into the theater mm-hmm. but then you have the whole idea of like the time heist like time travel and you're like Yo, yeah like i've never seen that in marvel before like so exactly it's really cool. so creative i feel like it's a giant toy box <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i feel like it is a giant toy box yeah because they have all these comics and all these characters to choose from and they can literally like scrambled up and they can make whatever combo they want to it. Yeah, yeah. literally. They like can like literally like, you know, like play with dolls, you know, like, oh, I want to play with Elsa today or I want to play with Bigfoot today. <laughs> <laughs> Great combo. <laughs> I like, thought you were going to choose gonna... a Disney character, but okay. <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind. Bigfoot. Well, they're like, you know, we're going to make Elson Bigfoot go to like a school dance, you know, like they can do the same thing with their characters because they've created so many, so many universes, so many side characters, so many plots. Like, like if they wanted to, they can make a musical with Scarlet Witch and Valkyrie, you know, like they totally could do something like that. That is and justify one genre that they haven't delved into. Now, do we think that they would? I think maybe for Disney Plus endeavor, but not for like a full movie. Yeah. I feel like that's that's blurring the lines too much to be like Disney, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, I don't know, because it's like would they do it satirically or would they would they do it seriously? It would be. I think for them to do it to be effective, it would be satirical, which would be fucking funny. I feel like Marvel's a little more sophisticated than that, though. Like, I feel like if they would do it, they know it's satirical, and mm-hmm. you know that they know it's satirical, but I feel like they do something, like, yeah. serious. Yeah. Or not, like, serious, but, like, taking itself seriously, I mean. Yeah. 
Because I feel like when I think of satirical, I think of those like random episodes of TV shows that have musical episodes, like yeah. Grey's Anatomy and Once Upon a Time. And yeah. Those songs are usually. But I not don't know because <laughs> you know when I guess you know if you look at it just from an outside, it's like kind of like ah, eh, it doesn't look like it mixes well. It's like water and oil, but. You know, when I think superhero movie, while they have all these genres, I never really associated the genre that they put in with Spider-Man. Because the way I see Spider-Man, if it's not a Marvel movie, that could be a movie that they put on, like, Disney Channel. Yeah. You know, like, it's one of those. And I would never think that that would be a superhero good enough to entertain the masses. Mm -hmm. So, like, who knows? It could be a thing. It could put another twist on it. Like, just... You know, it's not, yeah. It'd be interesting to see, though. Yeah, we'd be the first to buy tickets. Like, (laughs) can you imagine a Broadway Marvel movie? Just put us in it. Yo, please. (laughs) It's so nerdy and, like, it's nerdy and it's arbitrary and and crazy and it's awesome. It's kind of like seeing books that get movie adaptations, when a lot of times they kind of suck. But I think with comic books, there's more creativity that you can have with that because they're not, like, like sequential plots with like descriptions of everything and what everyone's feeling. They're a comic book strip, so it's kinda like you're watching like clips of a movie almost, as opposed to just like a full running thing where you get a better sense and feel for like what is like going on, I guess. Well, I feel like Marvel has made like comic books more accessible to like the masses. Or maybe not the masses. I don't know how many people read comic books, but I feel like, you know, like the, the the people who don't read comic books, yeah. Marvel has made it like digestible for us. Because yeah. I never would have been one to pick up like Spider Man or Superman and, and read a comic book, you know. Yeah. Um, but this has like made me interested in it, and now like when I hear something from the comics, I'm like, oh, like I'm kind of interested in it. Exactly. Um, so Marvel's really done that, and I feel like that's kind of what's made them stick out. Like these seem like. You know how, like, Disney, when they adapt a fairy tale, that's, like, the definitive version of the fairy tale? Yeah. More than not. Like, when you More think or less, yeah. Cinderella, you think Disney Cinderella. When you think, you know, Snow White, you think Disney Snow White. I feel like Marvel's doing that with these comics. Because when you think, like, you know, Black Panther... I mean, most of these characters were, are obscure to us, so they, yeah. they're new when they come on the screen to us. But when you think of some of these characters, the first ones you think of are Marvel ones. Yeah. And, like, how do you think... We have Marvel versus DC here. So, like, how... I don't want to get too into it. Because, like, we'll do... A, I think we should do a full episode on that. Yeah. It'd be awesome. But why do you think, in short... Why do you, why, why do you think DC is succeeding, like... Or, why, <laughs> why do you think... <laughs> why do you think Marvel is succeeding so much with the general public and with the masses? And DC isn't. Because of and what... And with yourself as well. Well, like, because of just what they're doing. The fact that they've created a universe. The fact that they're able to appeal into all these different genres. The fact that, I don't know, they probably have higher f***ing budgets. Like, I don't know, just in comparison to DC, you watch a Marvel movie and you can't, you feel whole. You know, you watch a DC movie and it's still kind of surface level. That's not to say that they don't, like, dive into, like, deeper themes and, like, more character development, that sort of thing. But it's like... It's not comparable, you know? It's definitely not the same. DC kind of seems like Dollar Tree and Marvel's Dollarama. (laughs) Most ratchet comparison ever. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying, if you know what I mean. No, I feel that. Yeah. They don't... I feel like DC really... 
at least from where, from my perspective, I feel like they kind of rushed to get to the same level Marvel's at in terms of how many characters they have to play with. Yeah. And they kind of rushed to get there, and they didn't really put in the effort. That or, Marvel or, or did. The work that Marvel did to build it up. Yeah. I feel like they kind of just came in, they're like, okay, I'm the DCEU, like, accept me type of thing. Whereas yeah. Marvel was new, and people were like, oh, what is this? And it took a while to get that loyal fan base, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and now it's and like, and they took their time with it, and they crafted every character carefully, and just like every superhero can can be related to. Yeah, you know, like everyone has someone they can look at and just like be like, I really like you. I really like your story. I, you remind me of me, or like whatever it is. And it's just with the DCU, it's definitely not the same. I mean, I don't have any you know, DC characters that I look at and think like, yeah, like you're my homegirl or like you're this, you're super dope, you know? Yeah. I just don't have that. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel like that the DCEU just has a lot of an identity crisis because I feel like they, their whole vibe at first was they were the dark, like gritty version and Marvel was this yeah. like family friendly, like, you know, you get everything you get comedy and drama and whatever yeah but then i feel like marvel was like or dc oh my god i'm getting confused <laughs> i feel like dc saw what marvel was doing and then they tried to add the comedy in, and they just keep kind of like yeah switching things up and then i don't know it's just it's i'm also not as invested in dc so it's probably like bias coming through too like i yeah i'm m- much more of a marvel person like even in terms of the dc comics like i don't I'm much more of a fan of Marvel. Yeah. I will so say, though, that DC was kind of ruling at first. Because sure. immediately you think superhero, you think Superman. You yeah. think Wonder Woman. You think Batman. Yeah. You know, they definitely were the staples. I feel like those characters are much more iconic than yeah. some of the head characters in Marvel. Oh, for sure. Like, by far. Spider-Man, like, for, I think, for is for the years. one. For years, <laughs> like, definitely. But now it's like Marvel's been able to, like, take these characters and they really just filled them and nourished them (laughs) and shot them to the top because it's just you know it's the energy and the effort that you take into not just telling a superhero story but building into that character and you know creating everything that's Mm -hmm. around them you know yeah no i i get i feel that like that in the comics those characters are so much more popular Mm -hmm. but when you think like you, when you think of the DC characters, you think of the comic book ones. You don't think of the movie ones. No. When you think of the Marvel characters, you think of the movie ones. Yeah. I mean, you know there's the comic book ones, but, like, they've just made, like, these obscure characters so iconic yeah. in society, you know what I mean? Which is, I feel like that's a really cool feat, and I feel like it's a little bit more admirable than making already popular characters less popular. Exactly. You know, because you already have a trusted brand. Like, if a little girl loves Wonder Woman or if a little boy loves Wonder Woman or anything, um, when they go up to buy a Wonder Woman costume, if it's the Wonder Woman that's Gal Gadot, like, they're not going to care. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a weird analogy made sense in my head. <laughs> so we're kind of already talking yeah. about the one-offs. The other thing, too, with Marvel is it's... Like, I know Disney has acquired many many things yeah and they acquired marvel in 2009 but marvel is such a huge part of like the brand now like the disney brand yeah. like if you see a picture of like the disney company there's like superheroes next to elsa and Mickey yeah. Mouse and woody and buzz and it's 
it's really cool. Like, you go to Disney World or Disneyland, any of the Disney parks, and there's a huge Marvel presence. You can, like, meet and greet the Marvel characters. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you That's can meet and greet cool. some of them. Actually, fun fact. So, you can only meet Marvel characters in Disneyland, California. You can't meet them in Disney World, which is in Florida, because there's a... Um, it's in a contract or a law of some sort that Universal Studios, they own the rights to those characters in the state of Florida. Oh, so yeah, that's rude. So that's why um, they're getting like a Marvel superhero like uh, land, for lack of better words, has a yeah. cooler name than that. But they're getting that in California, but they're not getting it in Florida because they can't. But yeah, like I mean, they're a huge part of the brand. They're getting this yeah. huge expansion, and um, they have like a huge section at the Disney store. Like yeah, actually, Disney owns all of the rights to the merchandise proceeds. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What do you think... Okay, so I feel like it's a common known thing or commonly agreed thing that Marvel Cinematic Universe does not have the best villains. As in terms of, like, they don't have a high quantity of good villains. Yeah, their villains are more or less disposable. Yeah. They're just kind of there for the movie. They're there to essentially make the superhero look good and then... They can be kind of shoot away. Yeah, they do not reach the same like status of popularity as the superheroes do. No, definitely except not. for Thanos, and I'd argue Killmonger in Black Panther is a good villain. It's really, he good is villain. a good villain. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about him too. Killmonger specifically, I like him because he's the first villain, or one of the first, aside from Thanos, where you were really able to see his intentions and his backstory so you know while you see this scary evil guy that you know wants to do this he he thinks he's doing it for the greater good yeah you know which is super cool it's like you may look at me and think that i have bad intentions but i don't you know and that's 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 what i kind of like i like that you can also kind of see his arc through black panther as well I'm kind of sad that we can't explore him anymore. Yeah. Because homie's dead. One thing I will say about him, though, is that I was watching Black Panther the other day, and I love Michael B. Jordan, but he's, like, kind of forced. Like, you can, like, see him, like, communicating with T'Challa and like T'Challa's just like he's just you know him he's Black Panther he's just like you can buy it but Killmonger like he kind of seems like he's trying to be bad you know like he's trying to be in your face he's like he's trying a little too hard for my liking it's not as natural (laughs) you want the actor to actually you want to usurp the throne is what you're saying no no I want him to act better (laughs) You want the actor who is a villain. (laughs) Yeah, and I think also, like, what's really cool is they really kind of make you feel for him a little bit. Like, they they make you sympathize with him, which is not something a lot of other villains do. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of other villains just want to punch in the face. If you think of the other, like, villain that was in that movie. Oh, yeah. He was, like, kind of like a little puppet. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even really a villain. But even then, I feel like his level of villainy is basically, like, the same level as the villains in the anime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And again, like that's what adds to making Black Panther such a good movie is because they spent the time to give the main villain more attachment, more backstory, more humanize him a little more. Like yeah. let you be able to connect with him a bit more than you can with other villains. And that's what elevates it. Like the more connections you make with the movie, the more you're gonna like it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And maybe that's something they'll look into doing in the future. Yeah. Who knows? I hope so. Every other movie, that you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I can't name another villain for you. No, I couldn't either. Well, I mean, I could, but like... If I could, like, I, like I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any notable... <laughs> and then Thanos. Mm-hmm. Thanos is pretty popular, pretty iconic. I really like Thanos. Like, you like the character? Or like, you like... Like, you... I like him. Oh. Like, you'd be friends with Thanos. Yeah, well... <laughs> you would invite Thanos over to your birthday party. I'd invite him over for some, like, for, like, some wine and charcuterie, you know? Like, I think... <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. It's like, yes, he does really, really bad things. But I feel like the reason why he's bad is because he feels like he's forced to be bad. And he has to kill he has to do what he needs to to get these infinity stones so that he can just have everyone be at peace again but wipe that away wipe away the fact that he thinks that we're gonna be overpopulated and we're just gonna not have enough resources blah 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 if that wasn't even a thing i think he'd be a chill guy (laughs) he'd be like like a coach you know (laughs) well i think that's what the coolest part about the like this type of villain is is that like he's bad and he does bad things yeah but like you can kind of see where like you don't justify it because like he's doing bad things but yeah. you can see how he justifies it and yeah. same with killmonger it's like that's so interesting to villain mm-hmm. like he's not like he just thinks he's doing the right thing like you just said so it's really cool yeah like i don't agree with him <laughs> <laughs> but like it's like oh it's interesting yeah, it's like at the end of Infinity War when he snaps his fingers and he's like, his arm is like burning off. Like no one wants to feel that, but he's like, he's doing it because this is what he has to do. He sacrifices Gamora. Like that, you could see how that broke his heart. Yeah. You know, which again, like just gives you like a little bit of something like, okay, you just killed your daughter, but... We can see why your brain is so twisted that you feel like you had to give up something so important, something that you truly love, in order to sustain the the universe. The universe. Yeah. You know, it's just it's so like it's such a double edged sword because it's like you want to sympathize, but you or you shouldn't. And then like yeah, at the end, like it happens. And then the second, the second finale in Endgame, when they just like pull up on him. In his little hut thing. (laughs) They just come in, chop off his arm, like, you know, like, he was just making some cookies. (laughs) Like, this is what I'm telling you. Like, he thinks thinks that the world is now, like, popping. Like, we can all relax now. And he's just baking some cookies. Like, imagine if Thanos was, like, going to go on a date that day with, like, someone else on the planet. Like, Like, we just messed messed up his whole life, you know? (laughs) That's going to be, like, I the main you, you villain. You kind of deserve villains. it. But. 
in the next saga, that's gonna be the main villain. It's gonna be like Thanos's like girlfriend. She's like, like avenging his he arm. He was supposed to <laughs> take me out on a date, and you ruined that for me. She like gets revenge. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Yeah, honestly, probably. Her name is like Thanalia. Thanalia's <laughs> revenge. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do you think it had to be Tony? Because Tony's the heart. I said it once, say it again. Marvel is Tony Stark. Iron Man was the first Marvel movie, and his movie alone was enough to connect with such a massive audience that really set the precedence for how Marvel is going to continue. Mm-hmm. And Tony started it, he was in the middle of it, and he had just had to end it. And you could just tell that over these years, he was just very obviously the leader. Of course, he's surrounded by all these other powerful people and all these super cool people. You know, he may not even be the coolest one that can do the coolest things, but he's like the one. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. No, I agree. Everything you said, like, yeah. he's... Like, I feel like it shouldn't, like, it make like, obviously, like, logically, like, I could name, actually, we should do that later. Name ones that we, who we think we should be or whatever. Mm. Okay, but yeah, no, I think, like, there are other characters, logically, that make more sense. Yeah. You know, especially if you wanted to keep Tony alive, but I feel like Tony, like, it just, like, it, it ended his character arc perfectly. Yeah. You know? So, if Tony didn't do the snap, who do you think should have done the snap or who do you think like could have survived it or whatever like who would have been the best maybe thor yeah i think so. i think thor could survive it thor could survive it he thor or- held open this like metal thing in front of a goddamn star yeah and i guess he did kind of die for a second but like you know he did that <laughs> yeah i feel like captain marvel could have done it yeah. I think like, Captain Marvel could have done it, but I don't think it would have held the same... No, she shouldn't have done it. That yeah. Everyone would have been cheesed. You you're not allowed to... <laughs> you don't hold that honor. I'm sorry, babe. Because again, like 10 years of like these films or 11 or whatever. And she came out the year before. She comes out the year before and she <laughs> saves everyone. <laughs> no, thank you. Like I love Captain Marvel, but I wouldn't want that either. Yeah. No, yeah. Captain Marvel and Thor like probably could have done it without any injuries. Yeah, I don't know anyone else who deserves it. No, yeah, I don't think there's anyone... Well, I don't know. I feel like it's better that it was Tony. I don't think it would have been the same if it was Steve. No. I feel like... Because the thing is, that's Steve's character, right? I feel like Steve's character is to sacrifice himself. Yeah. But I feel like for Tony to make that sacrifice is such a big... Like, because mm-hmm. of that, it, it's such a bigger deal. Yeah. And, like, all every... Or a lot every, but a lot of the heroes all kind of went through their own sacrifices through the last two movies. And honestly, it was Tony's turn, you know? Yeah, I think, like, with with that, I kind of want to dive into, like, the two deaths. So Tony and Natasha are the two big deaths. Yeah. Um, because they're, like, the main three with um, Steve Rogers. Okay, so Natasha and Tony, they have to make a sacrifice in this movie. Yeah. And sort of going off what you said of, like, they've all made their own sacrifices, I feel like Steve's sacrifice was losing Peggy. Like, that was his sacrifice. 
and, and like freezing and missing out on his life basically yeah and all his loved ones that was his sacrifice i think yeah um, i really like how they did that yeah and how they portrayed that yeah and him going back in time and and getting that moment with peggy i feel like was a really good payoff yeah and then natasha i i wasn't happy that she died because no. i didn't want her to die i didn't think she was gonna die yeah but in terms of like her arc like her story i feel like it's so like it was such a big sacrifice and i thought i feel like if hawkeye would have like taken that away from her yeah that would not have been good no. <laughs> like but i feel like it's such a big sacrifice and she like finally got this family like that she never really had well, yeah. I mean, until the sequel i guess we'll see but um i don't know this movie just made me really love black widow yeah like, i liked her before i'm really excited to see the movie yeah because I, I don't know what to expect at all and i want to know how you know florence Pugh, how her character is going to be introduced into it and how they do that transition and like Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I need I need more hero stuff, man. It's been too long. Endgame was too long ago. Yeah. I think honestly it's going to do well. Well, I mean, hoping that this I think it's going to do I I'm predicting it's going to be do as well as about Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like especially we've had such like a like a dry spell in terms of Marvel content recently. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now it's time to play a game. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I say that we should create our own superheroes to enter the Marvel Universe. Down. Now, I already have an idea, so <laughs> I mine is very detailed for a reason, <laughs> but I kind of want to let you go first. Okay. And see what you see what you got in there. So this kind of like, I don't know if it makes sense in the MCU, but I feel it could be cool to a superhero that's basically all six Infinity Stones, but like combined and personified. So like they're basically like the powers of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it would work out in the MCU since the stones are destroyed or whatever, but you know, time holes or whatever they're called, <laughs> plot holes. But that would be so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. That's cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, or it makes more sense than when I just created, like, a character. Okay. You need to talk more about this this character. They need a name. Okay, they so... They need an alias. Where do they live? What do they want? Why are they together combined? Like, we need a little mini Marvel movie. What, okay. give, us a t- give us a trailer. Give us a taste. Okay. So, this dude... Or is it supposed to be me? It doesn't have to be you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to play this thing. Selfishly, I do, but I won't make it me. Okay, so this girl, she's, like, just, like, chilling on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And... So it's a girl? Yes. Okay. And she's just, like, living her life, you know? She's going to the movies, she's getting her hair did. Okay, sis. She's, you know, she's a badass She's, mm-hmm. like, an accountant or something. And what happens is, so, <laughs> she sees these superheroes, and she's like, wow, like, I've always wanted to be a part of something, like, bigger than myself, you know? Like, something, like, important. Because, like, she's an accountant, right? 
no tea, no shape of the account. <laughs> but like what happens is she gets like thrown into this extraordinary situation. Oh wow. So she's like just like going to do her shopping while there's like an Avengers battle. And then like someone's like, hey, heads up. And then she... <laughs> You're really painting a picture here. And she's like, whoa. So she's like friends with the Avengers. Like they take her in and she's like, like, oh my God, like I'm friends with the Avengers. And <laughs> <laughs> with them. And then accidentally they opened up the time heist again and she gets sucked in with like Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they realize that like, since they did this now, all the timelines are going to converge and all the multiverses are going to converge. Oh no, actually a scrap everything I set up until this point. This is a good idea. <laughs> So all the multi, you know how there's multiverses in MCU now. Yeah. So all the multiverses, like at the end of the MCU, will like converge, and this one character, she maybe she's already an existing superhero, an existing character, or whatever they are, but they have to like everything's coming together, and the only way to correct it and to make it one universe, mm-hmm. one expanded universe, and save all of university, no, to save all of <laughs> existence. Is to take on the personification of all the Infinity Stones. So it's like this epic scene. It's like... And it's like this epic like... Oh God. And then like everything's like happily ever after. This is like the last movie. You're watching a lot of She-Ra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what's, their name? What's their name? Yeah. Their real name and their superhero name. So, their superhero name is Mr. or Mrs. Infinity. Okay. Yeah, and their symbol will be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No, their symbol will be something with, like, the, the stones or whatever. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I know, I feel like there's actual potential there. But, like, obviously it's never going to happen because they're going to use, like... I'm sure there's a character that does that in Marvel already. I just don't know about them. Uh, but, no. Yeah. And their real name would be Jody Taylor. No, no, no. That's stupid. Her name would be Anastasia. Like, okay. Robinsky. <laughs> Do people call her Anna? Um, sure. <laughs> Says a lot about an Anastasia if you go by Anna. Yeah, if you go by Anna. Okay. Um, okay. So, mine isn't as connected to the universe as that. I literally just made a superhero. And we're just going to throw her in the Marvel Universe and say she's... Where does Where is Black Widow going to take place? Between Civil War and Infinity War. But where? In Russia. In Russia? Yeah, somewhere in Russia, I don't know. Okay, all right, because I just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to integrate my superhero into the MCU. Okay, so. Dun, dun, ah. Meet Miss Savannah Silver. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her superhero name is Black Flame. Yeah, because I really like fire. Shit, I don't remember what she does. 
She, remember fire hurts? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So she lives in London. She moved there from, I said she moved from New York, but why would you move from New York to London? So we'll say she's from like a small town somewhere. Minnesota. That's a state, I think. Anyway, sorry. Okay. she <laughs> She's from somewhere. And we're going to say she went to London, like, for work. Yeah. Yeah. She was there for work. Essentially, she is a superhero that shoots fire. And I really don't know the extent. She's fire Elsa, guys. Okay. <laughs> I really don't know the extent of what her powers do. I just know that there's some fire thing involved. Um, and the cool thing about her is that she has a whole complex because, see, we have all these powers that are elements Mm -hmm. and it's like the other elements, water, earth, and air are all things that can be built into something or can subdue something else or something along those lines. But fire is the only thing that doesn't create, it burns and it kills and it harms. So she has a whole complex because she wants to be a superhero, but everything that she does, like either like buildings end up on fire, people end up getting hurt because she's shooting fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And I'm going to say she gets integrated at the end of Black Widow because Florence Pugh (laughs) had to go to London for something. Okay. And then she's like, that? there is the black flame. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she's like, okay, so this is my theory. Holy, so like, yes. Because Natasha's dead, right? Why'd you say it so harsh? Like <laughs> no. Okay, so like, so, okay, my theory in Black Widow is like, Black Widow is going to think Florence Pugh's dead at the end or whatever, and then she's going to go back, and that's why she dyed her hair blonde to like, yeah. pay homage or whatever, but then like, she dies, and then actually at the end credit scene, like, Florence Pugh's going to be alive or whatever. But then, Florence Pugh wants to avenge Natasha's death, so she hunts the Black Flame, and she's like, there is Black Flame. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's how we're going to introduce the black flame that better happen it should and i want to play her marvel so if (laughs) so you got if you're listening and you're mildly intrigued by this idea we both just want to be marvel i'd like to be it i'll train so hard for it i promise yeah same and by train i mean like (laughs) acting train because i'm i have no experience but i feel like i could do it yeah we could be they have to go to like superhero camp the actors That'd be dope. Yeah. They have to do, like, specific workouts. You gotta imagine being superheroes together in the MCU. Oh, my God. And being able to, like, film, like, fight scenes. Ducky and Bunny. <laughs> Would you be able to do it? If it was, like, your job and it's, like, you know, like, we had to do, like, a Tony Tony Stark and Peter Par- Parker moment. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't think we could do it. So that was our episode. On the Infinity Saga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone liked it. I like that um, we're, like, letting ourselves really delve into all parts of Disney. Like, it doesn't have to just be Disney yeah. animations or just Disney content in general. Yeah. You know? We appeal to the masses. 
We do. We mm-hmm. got, you know, you want your Marvel, we got your Marvel. You want your princess, we got your princess. <sighs> you want your you Star want, Wars. We got your Star Wars. You want your Fox, we got your Fox. <laughs> your Fox? Like 20th century Fox. Oh, oh shit. Check out our social media. Oh, yeah. We will be doing a part two also um, talking about, like, the future of the MCU. So, like, all the Disney Plus stuff, the confirmed upcoming movies. Yeah. Um, our theories on shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. We have a lot to talk about for that specific one. So, yeah. Lots of Marvel to look forward to. Yeah. Do, 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 do. To infinity and beyond. To infinity and your mom. To insanity and a blonde. <laughs> to insanity and a blonde. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So our follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr at Spill and Dis Tea Podcast. You can check out me at Sagora MJ on Instagram. You can check out me at Braden Rosman on Instagram and Facebook and Spotify <laughs> and iTunes. Because he has a song out. Yeah. Also produced by Zach. Yeah. At Porter Audio. Check him out too. Also, send us emails. Yeah. <laughs> Send us money. Send us money. If you want to, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll probably use it for food. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) And to be serious for a moment, everyone, please take care and stay safe during this tribulative time. Yes, use hand sanitizer. No, hand sanitizer doesn't help. It's better than touching things and not touching anything and having nothing on your hands at all. Wash your hands. Wash your hands primarily. Eat healthy. Don't touch your face. Don't be middle-aged. You get pimples that way, too. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Stay safe. Yes. Be clean. Be clean. God bless. God bless. Play us out, Zach. Okay.